Hello, you're listening to season two of the Achieve With Me podcast. I am your host, Rachel Gilfrin, and I'll be spending the next few minutes chatting to you about what achieving, winning, and success mean to you. As a life coach specializing in confidence and career progression, I am a strong believer that success is very closely linked to having a positive mindset. I'll be sharing my own highs and lows from my past corporate career in IT sales and sharing some really valuable tips and techniques to help you to get ahead in your career. To help you to get these implemented today, you can catch the written episode on my blog, which is at www.rachelharriotcoaching.co.uk. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hello and welcome back to season two of Achieve With Me. You have tuned into episode 26 and if you were with me last week, you'll know that this is actually part two of a podcast I began last week and this was on the subject of boundaries. Now if you missed episode 25, definitely scroll back to listen to that one first. So, In part one of this boundary series, we went through my three-step process to prepare for setting boundaries. Now, this might sound like a bit of a strange process. Why do I need to prepare? But it's important that we go through this preparation stage to really help us get clarity on which areas really need to be prioritized and what may be draining you most. So to recap, the three-step process went something a little bit like this. Step one was observe your thoughts and feelings over a two-week period. Now, during this period, I really wanted you to be recording any feelings of anger and frustration that you might be experiencing within your career or within your day-to-day work and mark each instance out of 10. 10 being very intense, one being non-existent. Now this collection of memories will really help you to be able to prioritise exactly where you're feeling the most out of sorts and this is really where we need to be implementing those boundaries. Step two was touching base with your line manager. Now the importance of this is that you're going to be reaffirming where your workload and remit should sit versus where it is sitting. There's nothing worse than thinking, oh, I'm so busy, I've got all this work on. And then to be only told by a line manager, well, that's your role. So you really want to make sure that in this situation that you're getting their breakdown of this first, so then you are able to comfortably set a boundary if these don't align. And step three was all about considering how you're treated at work. So think about things like how people speak to you, the language that they use. Now consider this exact same behaviour and ask yourself if this would be acceptable to you five years down the line in your career. The boundary has to be enforced at some stage. So considering you as your more mature and experienced self, would you or would they be putting up with this? 
Now, hopefully you've had time to reflect on this and have got some ideas of where your priorities are beginning to group and you'll be able to start seeing some patterns surrounding the behavior that you'd rather not be experiencing at work anymore. Today, I'm going to talk to you about effective communication of these boundaries. A lot of people know that change needs to happen, but unfortunately we get so worried about coming across as rude or non-cooperative. This stops us from putting boundaries in place. Now, being able to communicate boundaries in a sort of emotion-neutral way definitely helps to be understood. Now, it can be easier said than done, especially if this is something that you've been worrying about for some time. But it definitely helps just to be able to practice saying it out loud, just so you can think about what the boundaries should be and think about how that sounds for you. For example, if you feel as though when you're practicing saying it, that you feel you're getting upset or you're getting angry, maybe some of the language needs to be tweaked. Now, back to actually setting the boundary. There is a fantastic framework by the author Amber Ray that I absolutely loved when I came across it. And when I began to start to use this framework, I did feel that some of the wording didn't really resonate with me as much, so I put my own spin on it. This is the framework that I still use today to communicate and set my boundaries. And again, this is a three-step process. So it's simply three statements that you're putting together to really be able to effectively communicate your your boundaries. So it begins like this. I value, I need, and to apply this. It's not very helpful by itself. So I'll give you an example. We have been talking about in the previous episode, increased workload being a huge problem for a lot of people at the moment. So if I was talking about this, I might say, I value my ability to meet my deadlines without my well-being suffering significantly. Because of this, I'll need more control over my team's workloads. To apply this, I'm now going to require a minimum of two weeks notice to look at any new projects. So as you can see, we've said, I value, I need and to apply this. And the great thing about this is that you're really explaining why it's important and why this aligns with your values. Another example, just in case you're kind of considering looking at boundaries from um, an area of your personal life. So if we look at something that could happen at home, you might say to your partner, for example, I value the relaxation that having regular me time gives me. I need more structure in our week rather than having little notice between events and requirements. To apply this, we'll need to agree the structure so that I can schedule in some me time earlier in the week. So hopefully that makes sense. Um, And when you're starting to look at implementing this for setting your own boundaries, I think it's really important that it sounds like something that you would say normally. So as I did initially, when I began kind of looking at this framework, you can start to tweak the language used to make it sound more like something that you'd say. Because I know for a start, if I started saying something to my husband when I'm trying to set a boundary with him, 
if I started using language that was just totally unlike me, I don't think he'd really take me seriously. And actually, he might suspect that I was passing on a message that wasn't authentically from me and that maybe a friend or something had told me to say. So he's not going to take me seriously. So anyway, the great thing about using the structure is that it really helps you to provide the reasoning behind it so that your new boundary feels not just justified, but essential. Now, if you're communicating a boundary to your manager at work, I would always recommend doing this verbally, but also following up in writing. Now, I've said this before, but even if you think you're being crystal clear, sometimes what you say can be misinterpreted. It's happened before to many people and it's really frustrating because you've taken the time to try and be understood in the right way and when you're not understood it just causes further frustration. So by confirming this in writing this really eliminates any assumptions that could be made. Now if you're feeling a bit uncomfortable about this whole process what I would say to you is that The way that organisations operate out there is really changing at the moment. As you know, or may know if you've listened to the podcast before, I work with a lot of businesses on doing coaching programmes within their own infrastructure. So I look at the ways in which we can try to empower people to choose their own paths. And one of the things that I'm seeing a lot at the moment is that people's values are really beginning to be more respected and considered when the decisions in the rest of the organization are being made. So the fact that you're taking the time to really communicate what you value and why something's having an impact on that is a lot more likely these days to be taken into consideration. So even if you feel a bit unsure about saying something like this to your manager, when we start to think about long-term strategic relationships, Being able to articulate yourself to them and be open and honest rather than letting it get ahead of you and just falling completely into burnout is actually a leadership skill. What I would say though is if you've got a good relationship with your manager already, it's going to be a lot easier to come to them with this sort of information. If you haven't got the best relationship with your manager at the moment, Maybe consider trying to open up more to them about how you're feeling and trying to loop them into whatever chaos is going on so that it doesn't come as a huge surprise when you do come to them with this boundary. So obviously going back to, I think it was step two, which is really kind of laying the groundwork first and making sure that you're checking out that your remit matches up with what they feel it should be is going to really help as well. So anyway, I hope that this was helpful and I would absolutely love to hear how you've got on with putting new boundaries in place. Now remember, even if you go through this whole process and all you do is manage to write down your boundary that you'd like to set, so you you write down your I value, I need and to apply this, it's not a waste of time to do this even if you don't enforce the boundary because it really helps you to get clear on what's important to you and once you know this you can really start to identify situations that actually you could potentially avoid or you could make sure that you are part of if these situations align with your value or against it so definitely 
get it written down, get clear on exactly what it is. And then that might help you to just feel a little bit less overwhelmed about the whole situation. I know it does feel a little bit scary to do this, but I promise you, once you've done it, you will feel as though a weight has been lifted. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to season two of the Achieve With Me podcast. I'd absolutely love to hear from you if there's any other workplace challenges you're facing at the moment that you'd like me to consider doing an episode on please do follow me on Instagram, which is at Rachel Harriet Coaching. And remember, you can visit my website, www.rachelharrietcoaching.co.uk to revisit some of these topics in my blog or if you want to learn more about one-to-one coaching. Have a wonderful day.